In this segment, we will talk about how triggers from our childhood shape the way we parent our child. Ever wondered why some parents can keep a sense of humor in the face of their child's challenging behavior, while another parent starts yelling? Why do some parents plague themselves with criticism, worry and doubt while others seem more able to just relax and enjoy their children? Sometimes, it's just our stress level. We all know that when we're under stress, we're less patient. And parents certainly have even more reason than usual to be stressed in the middle of a pandemic. But often it's our thoughts and attitudes, which means the way we're interpreting the situation. So where one parent might respond to a child's rudeness with quiet dignity and curiosity about why the child is so upset, another might get triggered, assuming that defiance is dangerous and needs to be quashed. We don't even notice such beliefs, which are usually unconscious and were often shaped in early childhood. For instance, if our parents reacted harshly when we got upset, we may have concluded that getting upset is an emergency, so now we go into fight or flight when our child gets upset. The catch? When we're in a fight, our child looks like the enemy. We end up escalating the drama and making everything worse. Another example is if we weren't treated with respect when we were young, we often grow into adults who perceive others as disrespecting us, which will trigger us to react with anger to the slightest disrespect, even from a three-year-old. Also, if we concluded as children that we simply weren't good enough the way we were, we'll probably set impossibly high standards and torment ourselves with self-criticism. Worse yet, perfectionism always sabotages the unconditional love our children need and they always sense it when we don't accept them as they are. Now, let us think about bully. If we were bullied or socially ostracized, we may get triggered when our child has social difficulties, which makes it more difficult to help them constructively. So, you see that virtually all of us unless we've done a lot of work on ourselves have gone through some damage or the other. No matter how loving and responsive our parents were, most of us drew some conclusions from our childhood experiences that don't serve us. And there were bound to be times when you experienced something that was overwhelming for you. Because it was so overwhelming, your brain wasn't able to process that experience in the way that we usually process experiences, by incorporating the memory into a neural network that stores related memories. Usually, when we process memories, which happens during sleep the emotions associated with the memory are stripped away. That's why once we sleep on something for a few nights, it isn't usually so upsetting. But any time the memory was so upsetting that your brain wasn't able to process that memory, as usual, the memory was stored unprocessed with all the emotions you felt at the time. That's why when you experience something similar to that event, maybe not in actual content, but in the way it makes you feel, you are suddenly swamped with body sensations that are an overreaction. Those feelings aren't actually from the present experience. They are stored with that earlier unprocessed memory, which is getting triggered by the current experience. Your psyche does this for a reason. If you had a bad experience with a snake in childhood, you're more likely to stay alive later in life if you remember that experience with all the fear you felt initially. If the original experience was being frightened off, yelled at, or hit by a parent, then those memories were stored unprocessed. Then when your child yells at you or hits you, it triggers all those feelings of fear and feeling victimized that you felt as a child. You can't think clearly. You freeze, or you lash out either verbally or physically. So most of us have some unprocessed emotions from childhood, 
which is another way of saying we're lugging these unprocessed feelings and memories around in our emotional backpacks. This unconscious baggage will inevitably get triggered as we go through life. It sends us right into our unconscious, which means we do and say things that we would never do if we were fully conscious and aware. And because these are childhood experiences, our children have an uncanny ability to trigger us. So the big question is, can we heal our triggers? The answer is yes. A big yes. Join our course on conscious parenting to heal your own inner child wounds before learning to nurture your real child.